Let's see. Let me think of something. Uh. Cut that out. Of <laughs> That's definitely again. Well, you're editing it, so if you want to embarrass me. Welcome back to Triple Coverage. I'm your host, Eddie Sun, joined today by Reagan Griffin. This will be a bit of a truncated episode because Michelle and Julio are both on bye weeks this week so we'll cut down some of the topics we'll just talk about the uh we'll talk about the colin kaepernick fallout and all that and then run through all the week 12 games and call it an episode sounds like a plan so just to recap all the colin kaepernick events there was the whole thing with the nfl not allowing media members to access the workout Mm -hmm. so colin kaepernick um and and don't forget the liability waiver oh yeah that's very and then they forced colin kaepernick to sign liability waiver basically saying that he cannot sue the nfl if um if he doesn't get presented the job opportunity that that he hoped for but they were real real slick about it right because they Mm -hmm. what i think the wording was you the nfl nor any of its affiliates can be held liable for any byproducts or ramifications of the workout either direct or that come about either indirectly or directly mm-hmm. the key word being indirectly yeah because indirectly people could go and say mm-hmm. Kaepernick still he's a good quarterback but I still don't think he's worth a spot on the NFL roster because of the whole kneeling situation mm-hmm. which that's what he sued for in the first place and yep. that's why he got blackballed mm-hmm. um so that indirectly word opens up the door for the hint for them to be able to legally say we prevented him from doing this again yeah Yeah. and basically with the liability waiver and the lack of media access colin kaepernick moves the workout from the falcons practice facility to a high school and um to to high school in the atlanta area about an hour away from the practice facility and he essentially runs the workout himself without the guys of the him and his team yeah yeah him him and um I, uh, I believe Eric Reed was a receiver and Bryce mm-hmm. Butler, Bruce Ellington, some of his former teammates and his supporters. So basically there's that. And then after the workout, he addresses the media telling the owners to stop being scared. Yeah. He's saying that I'm not scared. It's, it's on the owners to step up and do their job. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. So, of course, with with all that happening the day of the workout and, and bear in mind, the workout itself was already on such a weird day. It was a Saturday in, you know, between week right before week 11 games. And Saturday is usually a day that a lot of team scouts go to college football games and view college prospects. So, I mean, again, the timing was already very conspicuous. And then. With all this, you know, with all this fallout, this becomes an, an issue where the NFL is pinning in on Kaepernick, making, making I guess, a, a, a circus out of what was supposed to be a, a quote-unquote normal workout. And the Kaepernick team's saying, well, this is not normal circumstances. The NFL is trying to push me against or, or, or pin me in a corner and force him to have no legal or moral, I guess, um, options to really make himself the... Uh, make himself or give himself the opportunity to play in the NFL again. So. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they were put... Cause so I, I've been hearing a lot of disputes, right? Mm-hmm. And people are saying, well, the, the people that showed up to the workout genuinely wanted to see Kaepernick. You have the one faction that are saying... People generally wanted to see what Kaepernick was capable of. They were considering him for an NFL roster spot, Mm -hmm. but he bailed on the workout. There's one faction. And then there's another faction that's saying the NFL was trying to set Kaepernick up. Mm -hmm. It can be both. And I think it was both. I think there were teams that genuinely were interested in Colin Kaepernick and wanted to see what his football Mm -hmm. capabilities still were. 
where the NFL, which is, mind you, a separate or it's a separate entity. It's a governing body. The teams mm-hmm. are their own factions within the governing body. Mm-hmm. But these are two separate entities we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The NFL could easily have set up a situation that could have, you know, helped the teams out in figuring out whether Kaepernick was still an NFL quarterback, while at the same time pitting Kaepernick in this corner, like you said, um, by making him no longer legally be able to sue yep. the NFL for blackballing. Yeah, him. absolutely. And and what I what I think happened in this case was the NFL has their own intentions. So the NFL wants to keep a clear slate for themselves and, and they don't want this they don't want this Kaepernick situation tarnishing their name. So what they're doing in this instance by setting up the workout is try to create the narrative that Kaepernick was the one who was creating all these unnecessary, I, I guess, all this unnecessary news in the first place. And the NFL had no part of it, which, by the way, I think it's totally false. But also the teams looking at the lack of quarterback talent around the league right now, there are so many teams that could have used a quarterback like Colin Kaepernick. And what you saw when he moved the workout was that the original 25 mm-hmm. teams that were slated to Got go to the workout, eight. it was eight. I, I saw the number seven the other day, too. It might have been seven. Yeah. And so, really, by moving the workout, Colin Kaepernick weeded out all the people that were just posing to go to the workout or or perhaps put there by the NFL just to make it seem like, you know, the NFL was absolved of all blame. But, you know, when, when he moved the workout, it was clear that, you know, only these number of teams were willing to take the extra step and say, I believe in Colin Kaepernick, the talent, and I believe that he deserves a spot in the in the league. And, and all the other teams that did not you know, go the just the single hour to the to the other um, practice to to the Kaepernick's workout area. Um, they 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 basically were only slated to go to the workout just for show. And know. there's arguments to be made that these guys have schedules and stuff, but I find it extremely hard to believe that the majority of the teams that were there were so pressed for time that they didn't have that extra mm-hmm. hour. Yeah. Um, maybe three or four, but not mm-hmm. you know what was the amount sixteen. I think it was 25. Uh, 16 of the 25 couldn't, oh, okay. yeah, it couldn't go. So, you know, to, to me, it, it, you're right. I think it does show that a lot of teams were doing it just for show and just mm-hmm. to, you know, have the NFL be able to point to, oh, this many teams wanted to come see Kaepernick mm-hmm. when it was really just an actuality, more like around 10. Yeah, yeah. And then th- this is a really good job, I think, on on Kaepernick's team to, to really jump out ahead of the NFL's narrative writing. And... Kaepernick is going to get a lot of blowback for it, which he ended up, which he did because, you know, there was Stephen A. Smith coming out saying this and that, you know, on first take, there's all sorts of talking heads talking about Kaepernick making a show out of something, making a show out of an opportunity that he was given. But, you know, bear, bear in mind, this was not an opportunity that Kaepernick was given by the NFL. This it's was one that oppor- he earned this is what by being a good quarterback. That, that he created as a good quarterback. You can't tell me he's he's not better than Jeff Driscoll. You can't tell me he's not better than Ryan Finley, you know, in the NFL. Right. Starting NFL quarterbacks right now. So, the first, I mean, if, let's just get that clear. He he is a quarterback that absolutely deserves a spot in the league. And that's why there were teams that followed him to this workout that wanted his services. Mm-hmm. And then this is this is a good job by Kaepernick getting out getting out in front of the NFL because it's clear that the NFL is creating all these weird circumstances that that would not apply to any other player. Yeah, and they, they moved extremely weird on this. Mm-hmm. The fact that it was on a yeah. Saturday, the fact that they told him the week of and said this mm-hmm. is the only time we're going to be able to mm-hmm. do it. They like and you, I keep on going back to it. They like you said pinned him into a corner and they basically said you either conform to this or it's not going to happen. And and just the fact that the NFL is running this workout and not the player. Like there's there's no other instance where the NFL takes 
takes the uh, take takes the leading role on running a workout for teams and players. Like there, there's no other player right. where the NFL needs to mediate this. And and really, I don't think the NFL needed to mediate this Kaepernick workout between teams because clearly seven teams showed up to the Kaepernick workout that he held um, himself in the end. So there were enough teams that wanted to see how he looked. And he looked good. I, I watched. I watched a lot of the tape, and he he still has the arm. Um, there was an anom- anonymous uh, NFL executive that came out and said uh, that it, he still his arm still elite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was another analyst that I believe said something to the effect of everyone knew he already had the arm. It, it's the everything behind the arm that's mm-hmm. you know the issue right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he he played he played extremely well during the workout, and mm-hmm. he showed everyone that he still has the capability. And to me, he still showed that the only thing keeping him out of the NFL right now is the fact that uh, what he stands for. Yeah, and it's interesting because since the workout, I haven't seen a ton of news about Kaepernick himself. I've seen a lot of talk about you know was Stephen A. Smith right in saying mm-hmm. that Kaepernick doesn't actually want to play football? I've seen a lot of news of reaction to the actual news, right? But I haven't seen. A lot of news about Kaepernick himself and I wonder if the NFL did this on purpose because the NFL knows that creating a workout like this and having everyone talk about it is going to have a lot of varying opinions you know have a lot of talking heads saying perhaps like outlandish takes about it so there's going to be a lot of people commentating and and, and chiming in on Twitter and, and social media and and the general kind of conversation about you know is this right is that right and then all of a sudden we've not fo- we've taken our focus away from Colin Kaepernick, is he going to get a spot in the league to, are people saying this or, and are people saying that? And, and is this person right? And is that person right? And and it's unfortunate because it, it almost feels like no one's talking about, well, what team is going to sign Kaepernick? What team can use him? It's you know, not what will even, he look like in the league? It, it's about, you know, like who's who's on the moral right or, or the moral wrong. You know, the sad part is that's not even what this was about. This At its core, this was about black men being... Um, slaughtered at a uncompatible uh, rate to their uh, white counterparts and that's what the issue was here mm-hmm. but that has just been completely tossed aside mm-hmm. no one's even talking oh, yeah. about that thing anymore the only person that's really addressing that is Kaepernick himself through, yeah. the, through the things that he's mm-hmm. doing within his community The outside of that that's not even being addressed yep. and that's the sad part to me is that that's what this was really all about mm-hmm. and it's just got blown into something completely separate yeah, yeah. um so from here, do you see a situation where Kaepernick eventually does get a job with an NFL team? I mean, he is 32 years old, but he did look very good. Yeah, I I feel like he he has to. He has to. Just I I just don't believe that there are oh there are what like what 64 quarterbacks that are better than I mean. Him? Okay, so. we we all know that he deserves one. Mm-hmm. Will he get one? Is my question. I think he will. Just just the fact that seven teams went with him to the workout he held himself showed that that teams care about a winning product more than all the other stuff and 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 i mean just just the idea that you you as a team or, or a general manager owner wouldn't sign kaepernick because they couldn't deal with all the extra fanfare that kaepernick brings is 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 kind of crazy to me because i don't because there, there's a ton of other players that bring a ton of media attention along with them as well Mm -hmm. it's not it's not it was never about the media attention it was about what Kaepernick stands for and as a collective the owners with the you know with the mentality that they have did not want to support Kaepernick you know kneeling for the anthem I think it was a combination of that and then the fact that a lot of people felt like his presence in the locker room would take the focus away 
from football. Um, that's a separate discussion whether you think that's okay or not okay. I know you think that's fine because the, mm-hmm. I mean that's a bigger topic than football. I mean, that, and I also think other players have done the same thing. Yeah, they, they have. And, and the uh, Antonio Browns of the world do the same yeah. thing. And uh, there's almost a guarantee that Antonio Brown will get another shot in the NFL mm-hmm. just because of, from a talent standpoint. Yeah. And Colin Kaepernick went out there Saturday and proved that from a talent standpoint, mm-hmm. he's still a capable quarterback. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I could definitely. There's two teams in mind, and I, I see the Chiefs and I see the Eagles as two decent options. Really, I, I see the Eagles just because you know Carson Wentz. You know, if you want to, I don't personally think he's injury prone, but there's an argument to be made for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, I don't. I'm not all that confident in any of our backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely would like to see a somebody of Colin Kaepernick's caliber mm-hmm. come back him up and I think he would be a decent fit within that offensive mm-hmm. scheme because he's a mobile quarterback Carson's a mobile quarterback he can extend plays both big arm yep. strong players mm-hmm. um and then the and you know as from a team culture perspective the Eagles uh, they they have a very progressive culture, I think. With Malcolm Jenkins, Jeffrey Lurie's pretty progressive. Um, Perhaps yeah. Car- Carson Wentz is a uh, you know a pretty God fearing dude. I don't think he takes much issue with what Kaepernick stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, the, a lot of outspoken dudes. Chris Long was on our roster a couple years back. A lot of outspoken, socially active people on the team, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that would be a hindrance to anything else that we're already uh, about in Philly. Um, and then I see the Chiefs as well. Just backing up the best quarterback in the league in Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, who who better to if you if you're if your concern is Kaepernick bringing too much attention, who better to divert that attention than somebody as polarizing as Patrick Mahomes? I feel like if he does end up on the Chiefs, which which I don't really see happening, the conversation will be about, well, Mahomes is so good, what's the point of having Kaepernick on your team anyways? Because you need a backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you don't bring in Kaepernick if you're the Chiefs. You don't bring in Kaepernick to go and compete with Patrick Mahomes for the starting job. Of course. Uh, you, you bring him in because he is a solid quarterback, and, you know, things happen. We saw it earlier. Mm-hmm. Something could I mean, happen I, to I Patrick Mahomes. There, there's teams out there that could use Kaepernick as someone who's going to play games for them. Yeah. I, I think a Carolina and Chicago has two teams that that, that have a roster that, that speaks like they're trying to win currently, mm-hmm. and they have a deficiency at the quarterback position. And they could use a a guy like Kaepernick. I, I don't see Carolina just that it wouldn't make much sense for me for them to move on from a guy like Cam Newton and then replace him with a guy like Kaepernick, who's essentially you know a very similar player um, that comes along with you know more you know quote unquote baggage. It's not really baggage, but just attention, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago, um, we all agree, Mitchell Trubisky's not good, and yeah. it makes sense because you're really wasting that exceptional defense on the other side of the yeah. ball and really you're wasting a lot of great offensive talent mm-hmm. in Tariq Cohen Alan um, Robinson David Montgomery there's a lot of immense offensive talent on, on that side of the ball and you're really wasting it it'd be interesting I just the next step for me I want to see him get a workout with an individual team and yeah and it's, if someone goes to that degree mm-hmm. and, and to make that move that's to me, progress already. Yeah. And, and it's like before, I mean, really, before we even talk about tactical fits for Kaepernick, it would really surprise me if he if he did just find a job in the NFL where he does actually play meaningful games for a team. Just because just it, it's hard for me to get past that the NFL as a whole is willing to embrace Kaepernick's motives. It, and, it, and, and even, you know, we, we've seen that all 32 owners were, were, were willing to exclude him from the league because of what he stood for and and i don't think those things just wash away so quickly they and know. it's like and it's like i expect kaepernick to to make I mean, it back all in the 32 league i don't think 
I, I think it was it was a situation where I don't think every single owner in the in the NFL disagreed with what Kaepernick stood for, but everyone. But, but they but they were all complicit in in barring him from the league. Otherwise, he would have had a job. I I, I wouldn't say that. I would I would dis yeah I would disagree with that. He was blackballed not because all the owners came together and decided it's best not to have the guy in the league. I think that a large majority of the owners decided that it was the best. And then what about the minority? And the, the mi- minority decided that you know if I do. If they go against the majority of the owners, even though what they said or what they believed in was messed up, they they just went along with the majority of the owners because they didn't want to create division among this kind of brotherhood of owners. Not, which, which, I, I, which in my eyes, it doesn't absolve them of any blame. It, it like was. I don't think they did that in, because they didn't want to create create division in the owners, but they just didn't want to bring that attention to their locker room. I, I think it's different. Yeah, I, I think I there mean, were guys yeah, it who, doesn't. It, to me, it's like all, it doesn't absolve them of what the they entire did. NFL. I'm just saying, I don't think every single NFL owner is against Kaepernick kneeling. Yeah, but but they don't. But they don't. Um, but I mean, they they believe that Kaepernick, even though he was talented enough to be in the NFL, didn't uh, have a didn't deserve a spot on their team just because. Not didn't deserve one. Just shouldn't have one because he might take away from you know other things. And whether that's another discussion, whether you think that's right and wrong, yeah, I think we both agree that that's wrong. I but, think, of course, that's wrong. Yeah. So it's a, it's just it's that, just that I, don't, I don't think that every because when you say that you know. I don't think every NFL owner doesn't think yeah, Kaepernick but, doesn't but deserve But Kaepernick voice. and every other NFL player plays in a league where the owners pretty much have total control over the players. And and it's a situation, as we saw here, that even if some owners, if it's a minority, believe that Kaepernick was not in the wrong in terms of the moral stances that he believed in, they still thought that maintaining some sort of um, community and, and cohesion within the locker rooms and, and among the brotherhood of owners was more important than just giving a man a job because he was clearly talented enough. And and it doesn't matter even if you believed whether Kaepernick was right or wrong, just that all 32 owners would okay, not sign so, that So man. let me play devil's advocate here. You're an owner and you have the GM and you, you guys are having a discussion and you have 53 dudes and you say, okay, am I willing to sacrifice the greater good of these 53 dudes because it's morally right to do this for this one guy. It's not about morally morally right. It's that he was, from a talent standpoint, a better quarterback than a okay, lot of the so options. So even out from there. a talent standpoint, if this guy is a above average NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. is he worth everything? And again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing devil's advocate. Is he worth bringing in to distract from everything else that we're trying to do, which is win football games? Well, this is like asking the players: Would you rather go? five and 11 on the season or or seven and nine you know like would you rather have five wins or seven wins or or if you're an eight and 18 would you be an eight win team or like a 10 win team i'm just saying kaepernick's the difference in two games i'm just saying kaepernick clearly makes your team better from a lot of these teams that have subpar quarterbacks so you know if you ask the players would you rather win or lose obviously any player would say i'd rather say say you are the 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 chicago bears who Mm -hmm. you know I'm not sure exactly what their record is right now, um, but say they finish at, at six and ten, right? Do you think mm-hmm. that team would be willing to step out as the social leaders of the NFL and sign Kaepernick for an eight and eight season? Well, here's the, you don't have to be the social leader of the NFL. You don't have to be the moral arbiter of the NFL you do. to sign. I mean, Kaepernick. If, you, if, you, if you sign Kaepernick, that's essentially what you're doing. Well, that's if why you're, it's if, took you're, so if long you're to Chicago. You sign Kaepernick because he is an upgrade from Mitchell Trubisky, and, and if you're Kaepernick, once you're in the league, you feel like that the at least that you have a spot in the NFL, and that and that at least there is a team out there that's 
not going to bar you from a job because of your moral stances. I'm just saying like a team doesn't have to be some sort of, you know, some sort that's, of that's breakthrough. The, that's the optics of it right now. It, it, that's not what it should be, but that's what it looks like right now. If you go out and you bring in Kaepernick, it looks like you're the team that's willing to say, I agree with what he does in terms of the kneeling. And that's well, why the I mean, owners, that's I mean, why, that, that's why I'm saying that the owners, not every single owner disagreed with it, but every single owner kind of consciously thought, okay, I don't want my team to be the social justice team of the NFL. So I, I don't, I don't believe that. Like you don't have to be the social justice team of the NFL to sign Kaepernick. You just don't. You can be the you team that do. wants, you can you can be the team that wants to win if you sign Kaepernick. That's what I'm saying. It's the difference between going six and 10 versus eight and eight. Yeah, I mean, let's just say he's a he's a he's a two win upgrade over you know whatever. Right. Quarterback so, are you has. willing to go eight and eight instead of six and ten and stand out? And because you you will be well, on, that here, that's that's argument. What, You're saying are the players going to feel a way if there's one guy in the locker room that distracts? No, no, no. I'm not saying their, that. I'm saying the players aren't going to feel a way. I mean the. The thing that you got to really understand about NFL locker rooms, a lot of those guys could really give two craps mm-hmm. about all that. But the thing is, uh, from an organization optic standpoint, the people that are going to care are going to be the media. They're going to start to flood your locker room more. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the fans. They're going to start having more opinions on it. It's going to mm-hmm. be everything surrounding your team, and that ultimately will distract from the ultimate goal, which is winning football okay. games. And well, is, that, is that the two wins that you get from Kaepernick, is that worth all of that? Well— Again, here's the question. So, if you're the players, Playing devil's advocate. Here. If you're if you're the players, if you're the general manager, if you're the owner, if you're anyone involved with the team, and you're okay with saying, I'm 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 fine with putting out a losing product or 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 a product that will lose more than when I have Kaepernick on the team, just because he stands for something that perhaps will create extra drama or perhaps will create extra media attention, then you absolutely failed as a franchise altogether. If you're saying that I'm okay with losing because I'm unwilling to accept that Kaepernick stands for something that clearly is is morally right. No, because the, this is the thing. It's they you and you said it and then you kind of went back on it. Is that they're not doing it because he's morally wrong or right. They're doing it because of everything that comes with it. And you, you said that because – and what you have to take into account, too, is, yeah, you get the two wins from Kaepernick, but how many L's do you garner now that you have them in your locker room? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't believe that that, that will happen. I, I, just, I just don't think so. It's that th- this is a narrative that people want to create that, oh, Kaepernick is such – you know, create such a media show and, and draw so much attention. Okay, so but, but here's do a, you think here's that the Raiders would be as good of a football team if they had Antonio Brown on their team right now? No, perhaps no. Maybe so not. I mean, it's the same sort of thing, except that that's a selfish dude, really. In, in Kaepernick, what he's doing is for the betterment of Maybe America. Not. I as mean, a whole. first of all, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see how Antonio Brown might have, you know fit within that larger offense okay. like maybe larger system well let's say the Patriots then well the Patriots have really been relying upon their uh-huh. defense um, let's say the Steelers I mean yeah they they could use some offensive weapons around them but but again the, the, I okay feel not like from are, a okay I'm talking like from a a, a, a locker room a locker room standpoint, standpoint? Yeah. I mean again I first of all I don't believe Colin Kaepernick had the same effect in these locker rooms that you know, say a, a, a Antonio Brown did, or, or even, did. Or, did. or even a like uh, even a Kareem Hunt. Or he didn't even, personally you know. from player to player, right? Because mm-hmm. player to player, you go around handling your business. Yeah. You don't, you know, concern yourself mm-hmm. with what somebody else stands for yeah. most of the time. 
Uh, whereas a guy like Antonio Brown was selfish in, you know, what he was doing was really to yeah. the detriment of the but of the culture not, within the We're locker. not talking about a dude that constantly has allegations about him in the news or reports of, you know, this behavior and that behavior in the news. That this is this is a conversation about Kaepernick that's only about you know, like social causes and social issues. Mm-hmm. This is not about you know a personal character problem. This is not about you know oh. is he a, is he a bad leader? Is is he you know does he um does does he like uh, take too much like attention from all the other teammates? Like like by all accounts, like that's not the person Kaepernick is. No. So all this so this whole idea of Kaepernick brings unneeded media attention. I don't think it actually harms the team. It's it's just this narrative that's created by people to discredit Kaepernick deserving a spot in the league. You're right, um, and what I what I just did there, for the fourth time, I played devil advocate, devil's advocate. But another thing that really disappointed me throughout all of this is that there were way too many black men in the media who were kind of regurgitating mm-hmm. those same sentiments that I was, yeah. but they were serious about it. I, I mean, I'll, I'll that, let you speak on that. That that to me was disappointing, disheartening. Um, I'm not going to go out and call people out. I'm not going to name names, but there are people on ESPN, on Fox, very prominent names that have a lot of people like me that look up to them and to see them not come out on the side of Kaepernick and at least attempt to understand what he was, Mm -hmm. what he was trying to do and what he, you know, ultimately the decision that he made in regards to this workout was extremely frustrating because he was warranted in what he did. Mm -hmm. But the, from a lot of black men, it it seemed like the the narrative was, well, you should have took what they gave you, because yeah, as black men in America, I feel like that's something that a lot of us have to face. Is you know, do we strive for what we deserve, or do we strive for what we can get? And I I feel like we've kind of hit this wall of, of progression, and we've gotten out of a very dark place where we were in the past and we've gotten into a pretty good place now but if we want to get to a truly equal place Mm -hmm. it's going to take more people standing up for what they deserve rather than what they can get and that was the frustrating thing for me is that I I think way too many black men in sports media were saying that Kaepernick should have settled for what he got rather than what he deserves that's that's a very very good point and and bear in mind that these Big TV networks like ESP, ESPN and, and Fox Sports are hand in hand with the NFL because these networks get so much money from NFL revenue and the NFL relies on these TV networks to show their games so that there's really a symbiotic relationship there. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're asking these networks to stand up to the NFL and risk, you know, future TV deals and, and sponsorships, well, are you saying that corporations are going to put moral interests above their money? Uh, I don't think so. Like, obviously, you know, these these people, these, these corporations I mean, are trying to make shoot, money. If right? uh, just to use ESPN an example, if ESPN were to take a moral stance against the NFL, what's the NFL really going to do about it? Where are they going to take their money? Or let's say if the the three biggest sports networks, uh, ESPN, Fox, and I don't know who else, uh, but like say all the major sports networks allowed their journalists to, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not saying that they didn't allow them to truly speak their mind, but yeah. well, if well, let, every well, let's just say um, so CBS used to do like Thursday night football. Now now mm-hmm. it's conjunction with CBS, Fox yeah. and Fox and NFL Network. Right. But let's say instead of ESPN doing Monday night football, 
all of a sudden the NFL is like, you know what? We're going to take our broadcasting rights and give it to give it to um, NBC. You can do Sunday and Monday night football. Yeah. You know, or or, or um, CBS. You can do Monday night football now. You know, and it's that, like, that, that, like, yeah. like these things matter. There's corporate. Yeah, that, there's some these corporate interest there. Um, I mean, again, there, there's a lot of money here and, and expecting yeah. and expecting TV personalities to defy what, you know, corporate interests want from them just for their own sake. And, and you know, I, I also think that, you know, these people on TV believe in what they're saying. But at the same time, these corporations like ESPN and Fox Sports want them to say certain things or at least kind of um, pressure them or push them to say certain things so they don't antagonize the TV but network. But the thing is, like, the they were black men that were standing up on the side not really opposed to Kaepernick but saying that you should have taken what you got Mm -hmm. and then there are white men that are now you know that's pressed the issue a little bit and said Mm -hmm. you should have went for more and what Kaepernick did was justified so that to me it's not like the networks are that's fair. Pushing a yeah, narrative and saying fair. that they can only say one thing. Yeah, that's the, the things are being said, mm-hmm. but not by the right people. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it wouldn't surprise me if, if you know. And I, sorry. And I'm not. That's not to say white people can't be on the side of black people. Mm-hmm. I kind of said not by the right people, but not by everyone that should be saying it, which is as a black man, if we don't stand up together and demand what we deserve as as individuals like even Stephen A says it all the time mm-hmm. they ESPN pays him the most more than any other sports journalist in America mm-hmm. because that's what he deserves and that's what he earned as a sports uh, personality mm-hmm. and that's what that he demanded what he mm-hmm. deserved as as a sports journalist and that he was warranted in doing that so if Stephen A can stand up and do that mm-hmm. why isn't Kaepernick allowed to do the same that that's totally that's totally fair and and again i actually at the end of the day i believe that you know that the max kellermans and the Stephen a's and and all the people on on sports tv say what they really do believe in. yeah i do too it's i just, do too it it's just su- like it i don't understand me. why it wouldn't surprise me if but if there are corporate interests and, that, and maybe, that are involved there though. maybe that it's another it's a generational thing right it, it could be oh yeah younger absolutely. younger black men now see our uh, more value within our community then you know maybe older black men do just because of a product of they grew up in a different time. Yep. Stephen A is forty something, right? So he's is growing he only up forty something. Yeah, he's forty. He might be fifty something. Uh, I'm not sure, but he's basically growing up on the back end of the civil rights movement, right? Um, so that in that time, I think we can all agree that black men weren't valued as much as they yeah. are today, of and course. they weren't allowed to seek to confirm as much of their value as they are now and i I think you know over time those things are going to shift but Mm -hmm. you know why wait if if you're if you're um if you're a black media personality today why do we have to just accept what's you know available Mm -hmm. to us rather than seeking the things that Mm -hmm. kaepernick earned throughout his career by being a good nfl quarterback yeah and then ultimately, again, we we've yet to hear any news about has any team actually yeah. showed interest and he in said they, Kaepernick he, or um, a second workout. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so because I, I, Kaepernick's camp uh, has stated that they would be forthcoming with those sorts of things. Yeah. So when they do, I'm sure they'll hear about it yeah. or will hear about it. But I, I don't think it's happened yet. Yeah, I'm not, any, I mean, and we'll, it's we'll weird time. Like, why out. would you go get a backup quarterback at this point in the season? That just doesn't make That's sense. True. So Again, I mean, the whole point of the NFL scheduling the the workout at mm-hmm. the time they did was, I think, purposely to to give teams like a, a reason a, not a, to sign them. Yeah, like a reason not to sign them. Um, it, it, it's. It's interesting because this offseason will be a pretty interesting one for quarterbacks in general. Mm -hmm. And I I think we're seeing really the first 
true influx of black quarterbacks in the NFL mm -hmm. because now you have the Mahomes, the Russell Wilsons, the Deshaun Watsons, the Lamar Jacksons, mm -hmm. the Teddy Bridgewater's about to go start somewhere. Cam Newton's still viable as long as he gets healthy. Mm -hmm. um, Dak Prescott. Dak so Prescott. Uh, and I, I'm sure I'm missing Jacoby Brissett. Um, Kyler, right. Kyler Murray. And there are dudes out there. Mm -hmm. um, Jalen Hurts might go find himself a job. I don't know. I Personally, this is besides the point, but I'm not all that big of a believer in Jalen Hurts, but there are an increasing number of black quarterbacks that are coming up. Mm -hmm. And I think it's about that time about time that, you know, these dudes not only because they're getting paid, mm -hmm. but they not only demand what they deserve from a money respect, mm -hmm. but just from a social respect. Yeah. Just like do people actually respect them as quarterbacks, not like he he's a good athlete or, I mean, or he's this and that. I mean, if you look at it, right. Mahomes, the the narrative on him is wow! Look how much arm talent yeah, he has. Russell Wilson, man, he's so great at escaping the pocket. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. he's so fast. You know, the only runner, one that, right? yeah. well, the only guy I can really point to that people really uh, respect the cerebralness of his game, mm -hmm. I guess, would be maybe Dak Prescott because they, yeah. they, they talk about how great of a leader he is, how yeah. great he is within that offense. Mm -hmm. um, and then how much of that is, you know, Cowboys narrative. Right. And, and, and how yeah, much yeah. Dak is willing to step out into that. Right. Line, right? And, and I just, I I would like to see these dudes be willing. And it's a lot easier said than done. And I'm sitting behind a microphone saying mm -hmm. this. It's a lot easier than it's to strap on the pads and go do it. Mm -hmm. But I would like to see a lot more of these dudes demand stand up and demand the respect that we deserve socially mm -hmm. in, in the in following the steps of, of of lebron james the kareem abdul jabbar's of the world the muhammad ali's because it can be done and you yeah. can still go down in history as we've seen yeah um, it's, it's it's a it's a tall task it's it's a it's very a tall, tall task. task it's a very tall task and but it's going to take some special dudes and kaepernick i think we've seen uh whether he ends up as a martyr or not he's been the first mm-hmm in the NFL realm, at least. Yeah. And I, I think there's going to be more to come. All right. That'll be interesting. So uh, let's let's go through the rundown right of the Week 12 games really quickly. Um, first game, Dolphins-Browns. Um, let's... Dolphins kind of suck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Browns. Mm -hmm. come on. That's funny because I picked the Dolphins the last two weeks, but I yeah. got the Browns. Um, Lions-Redskins. Lions-Redskins. I'm going to take Lions. I got the Redskins because really? the Lions have... Um, what Bo Scarborough as their starting he running didn't back look right terrible now? Last week. He, he didn't look terrible, but then um, what they have Jeff, Jeff Driscoll as their I starting quarterback. Was back. Oh, is he? Uh, uh, I mean, regardless, uh, uh, to me, it's the, they're they're doing like a QB carousel in Washington. That's, I, like, that's who, true. I mean, the, the Redskins, the Redskins are at home. I feel like they have to win at some point. Um, Oakland, uh, New York Jets. I'm gonna take Oakland. I, mean, I got that, Oakland. Well. They yeah. they got some momentum going for them. Uh, Giants Bears. Uh, that one was a little difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm gonna take the Giants. I got by the a hair. I have the Giants as well. They're coming off a bye. I assume Saquon, if he had some nagging injury, yeah, you know, healed up a little bit off the bye. Chicago just has absolutely no juice going for them right now. Right. Uh, I feel like the Giants have some offensive weapons. They, they do get the win there. Panthers Saints. That, that's gonna be the Saints. Saints yeah. yeah, easy. Seattle Philly. <sighs> Man, we didn't get to talk about it this week, but you know we're gonna talk about bold playoff predictions mm -hmm. soon. Spoiler alert, it's going to okay. be Philadelphia. And it's because if we win this week, there is a of course. very strong chance that we could win out the rest of the season right. and finish 11-5 and five after all the garbage that we went through. 
there's that, a decent chance that we that finish 11-5. That is a bold prediction. I have the Eagles winning this week as well because you, I feel Eddie. like I, I mean it seems like a good matchup for Philly. I appreciate to that. me it, it, you know it seems like Philly can do well in the areas that Seattle is weak at and 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 just in terms of yeah. um stopping Russell Wilson I feel like Philly, you know, if they're concentrated, they they can they can do well in that area. Yeah, and the, the thing is, what they have, and what plays to our advantage as a defensive uh, unit, is that we don't do well against speed, mm-hmm. but we do well against physical receivers. Yeah. Um, and what they have right now are uh, uh, DK Metcalf and yeah. Josh Gordon. Those are two very. That's I true. mean, I didn't mention Tyler Lockett. That's yeah. a speed dude. I mean, it seems Lockett hasn't really stretched the field as as much as he it, yeah, it seems but, like in years past. But it will. I think. I think. It, there's a decent chance. There's yeah. A decent uh, chance. Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Next game. Um, I'm going to take. Did Jameis play well last week? No, uh, he didn't. J- uh, Bucks. Jameis played trash last week. I got the Falcons. They they've won two games in a row, and a lot of that has to do with Matt Ryan being rejuvenated. It's it's weird because this Falcons team still has talent there. They, <laughs> they've always been, had talent. They, they've just been bad. Yeah. All right. Next game, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and I feel like they've played each other like five yeah, times. Yeah, this is this weird. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take the Titans here. Mm-hmm. Um, they they got. Something. This is this is Derrick Henry season. Like this is about the time when he just starts going off for two hundred yards and three touchdowns, just randomly out of the blue. Um, they're at home. I'm yeah. Gonna, Nick Foles didn't look all that great last week, mm-hmm. so I, I think it'll take him a little bit of time to get back into the flow of things. And I, mm-hmm. I, I see the Titans. Yeah. The Titans are five and five right now, and, and no one really talks about them because they. You know, they're one of the. They're, they're always one of those teams that kind of yeah. sneak up on teams. A little yeah, bit. but uh, I I also have the Titans winning. Um, Cowboys Patriots next game. Does it need to be said? I'm surprised this wasn't the Sunday night game. Considering yeah, the standing of these two teams. I mean, there's some pretty good games this week. They are. Um, I'm gonna take the Patriots here, mm-hmm. just out of hope, <laughs> because if the Cowboys keep on winning, it's well. It's not. I mean, if the Patriots win the Eagles and they lose against the Cowboys, you know. Yeah, that that'd be that, bad for your fandom and, yeah. and the things you yeah. have to deal with. I also have the Patriots winning. Just the, the, the Patriots are the better team here. All right, Sunday night game this week. Packers Niners at Levi Stadium. You know what I gotta do. You know what I got. I mean, I know you're picking the Packers because you're just the notorious Niners hater. If the Niners just aren't that good. I mean, they're nine and one. And then again, so the they Niners played nine trash teams and one good team, and then lost to the one good team. Granted, by three points, but they lost. Okay. I mean, again, and Ram, I, I, Rams are a trash I, team. I, I think that the Packers are better than the Seahawks. So okay. take, we'll take see again. The Niners are getting supposedly getting healthier this week. George Kittle practiced. Um, Matt Breida That's practiced. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders practiced. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I I put here if George Kittle plays, the Niners will win. But I think the Niners will win regardless. Mm. But we'll see how much of a difference it makes if George Kittle plays. And then the Monday night game, Ravens Rams. You know I got to go with my boy Lamar MVP. <laughs> MVP MVP season Anyways So the Rams won last week at home I got them winning at home again this week Nah so. Ain't no stopping that Lamar train man I mean no no one's talking about the Rams But you know If they if they win this week They're 7-4 they're and four. What, and, what and they've been like able they've to been do as of late Is get Todd Gurley rolling um, mm-hmm. And maybe that's just That was their strategy the entire season Is mm-hmm. to save Todd Gurley You know Preserve his knee a little bit mm-hmm. And then kind of unleash him Towards the end of the season yeah. So with a, with a more healthy body But you know the Ra- the Rams have the or the Ravens have the seventh best runs defense in the NFL, um, and yeah. one of the I better mean, yeah, I, I In my opinion, these are two pretty evenly matched teams, and the Rams oh, are no. at home. Oh I, no, I think so. Oh no, the Ravens. I mean, if you talk about not playing people, the Ravens have not played that many good opponents, sir. Either. Outside of the Patriots, uh, the the Texans. 
I mean, okay. They, they you, blew out the Texans also. I mean, I mean that's fair. Um, but I mean, if you talk about the Niners facing the Rams and the Rams and the Rams, you know, are trash. The, then, the Baltimore's played. I'm, we're we're fact checking that because the Baltimore's played some pretty darn good teams. Okay, I mean, outside of the Patriots, you're talking about like Bengals. You're talking. It's not about, okay. You went straight to the Bengals. You know that's not the best team that they played. They have played. All right, it went Dolphins, <laughs> okay. Cardinals, okay. Chiefs. They lost to the Chiefs. They did lose to the Chiefs. They lost to the Browns. That was weird. Mm-hmm. But then since then they've gotten it rolling. They played the Steelers when the they, Steelers. They started. They started out. To, okay, yeah, the Steelers, Bengals, okay. Seahawks. Okay. And they beat them. 30-16, whereas your team lost to them. So okay. take that for what you will. And it went to they went to Seattle. Okay. Um they beat the Patriots, then the Bengals, then the Ravens. That's that's the when I look at the Texans, the the Seahawks and the Patriots, those are three very good teams. So the Texans are a very good team, but the Rams are trash. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anyways, yes. all right, we'll leave it at that. Um, thanks for tuning in. As always, catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at SQR1Media. Go ahead and check out our blog. That's on medium.com. Um, Julio's not recording with us this week, but always check out his sports blog on his Instagram at Julio underscore Martinez. That's two O's and two Z's. Reagan, take us away. Don't throw in the triple coverage unless you're uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Throw it in. Okay. <laughs> Fine. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>